If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds, and while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The glass noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. This is Podco Media Networks. On episode 92 of Confessions of a Marketer, are we at peak podcast? Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Fellow podcaster Benjamin Shapiro is back in to chat more about the podcast game. We'll have that in just a moment. Next time, we'll have Mitch Duckler on differentiating your brand, and soon, Christina Mellon of Wonderman Thompson will talk about Wonderman Thompson's inclusivity design practice and the work they did for Tommy Adaptive. In the weeks to come, we'll have Steve Rendazzo on experiences, David Lemley on retail voodoo, and David C. Baker on using a wide collection of interests and experiences to build an agency. All fascinating discussions, and we've got an interesting few months ahead of us with lots of great guests coming up. We have a great lineup of podcasts on Podco Media Networks. Of course, there's this one, plus the Innovation Podcast, and a few others. You can head over to podcomedia.com to listen and subscribe to all the pods we have now. Plus, we have a number of other business-focused podcasts we'll be releasing in the next few months. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. Okay, back to Ben Shapiro. I read something recently that with some 700,000 podcasts, we have reached peak podcast. I wanted to run that by Ben. He thinks we're not even close. We talk about that and a few other geeky podcast things. So let's get to it. I think understanding your goals for producing a podcast is really important. and, and I am living example that those goals can change. Yeah, same here. Uh, when I started the MarTech podcast, it was an experiment to do lead generation for my consulting business. And I was going to put three months into it to see if I could build a big enough audience to rationalize continuing to work on the project so I could eventually work in advertisements for people to hire me as a marketing consultant. And sure. The audience growth outpaced all of my expectations. And so I decided that instead of trying to get people from the podcast to my consulting funnel, I was going to continue to focus on audience growth and see if I could get it to the point where the audience was large enough where I could think about making money from, from sponsorship and advertising. And so, you know, that was one of the things that led me to change the format of the show and to dedicate more time to it. And for different people, they're using it to do lead generation for, you know, a SaaS product or 
initially for me, I started it off and it was an art project. I was trying to make the next serial because I just wanted to make something beautiful. And, uh, you know, it kind of depends what your, what your agenda is and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. I had no commercial aspirations for confessions of a marketer when I started in 2017. I just wanted to have interesting conversations. Yeah. I mean, I've, there's always that flip side of it and, and, Building a content asset can serve multiple, you know, sources of utility. It, it can be useful for multiple reasons. I am a significantly better marketer now that I have interviewed 250 people over the last, right. you know, 16 months as a guest of the MarTech podcast. I have much broader understanding and experience of the different channels of marketing and how people have approached it and what is a successful marketer because I'm constantly doing my homework and learning about the practice of marketing. And, you know, that has been incredibly gratifying for me personally. And, you know, if, and when I ever decide to go back in house or, you know, try to, you know, start a company, I feel like I am better equipped to be able to execute because I've talked to hundreds of marketers about, what the right way to approach tackling various marketing problems are. So it's not just, Hey, I got downloads or, Ooh, I make money. You know, I'm, I'm getting yeah. a lot of personal development from, and, and network development from being the host of my show. I read something the other day that said, have we reached peak podcast? Do you think that we have, and you know, where do you think things are heading? And if we've reached, peak podcast, maybe in the consumer area, is there room for us in the business focused podcast for growth? We are not even close to peak podcast. I'll use a baseball metaphor. Uh, I'd say we're, we're not in the first inning, but we're probably in the second or third. I think that there is an incredible amount of runway in the podcast industry. And, and here's why. Uh, the If you look at the parallel of video um, for how much people are consuming on-demand television and movies. There's been yep. an incredible landscape shift of I needed to go watch the news at five o'clock because that's when Dan Rather was going to present the daily news and I needed to be in front of my television at the time. And the entire world got together and watched the shame shows. And in a 10 to 20 year timeline that's turned into I either have my content DVR'd or I'm going to go onto a streaming service and be able to watch it whenever I feel like it. With the exception of maybe news broadcasts and live sports, the vast majority of people are now consuming their content on demand. My mom and dad are, they're in their seventies, right? They go to yeah. Netflix and HBO to watch their content. They're not watching the television when it's being broadcast. And so my belief is that the same thing is happening in the audio space people would consume content through the, the radio and they would just turn on the radio and listen to whatever they want. Well, now they have the ability to use podcast apps and there's more proliferation into cars and smartphones. So because people have connectivity everywhere and anywhere, they can listen to content more often and their technology is being built into transit and travel. So the, I think the amount of media people are consuming is increasing, but the percentage of people that are listening to podcasts right now is still 
very, very low. Yeah, yeah. If you look at how important and big radio is, it is much bigger than the podcast industry. And I believe that podcasts will eat into, if not take over that medium, or they'll just get blended together. I think the other component to this is how many people are making podcasts. If you compare the number of podcasts that are made, you know, it feels like a lot. There's 700,000 podcasts or 7 million. I don't remember what the stat is. 700,000, I think I read the other day. Sure. Yeah. I think it's somewhere around there. And there's another 20,000 being developed every month or, you know, that sounds like a lot of podcasts. Think about that relative to the number of blogs or websites there are out there. Right. When the internet first started, you know, it was novel to have a website or a blog. Now it yeah. is table stakes. And my feeling is podcasts are going to be similar, right? You're going to need just in the same way that every company has a blog. Every company is also going to need to have an audio feed because consumers are just going to be trained to consume content through audio. And so, you know, I do think that while people are saying, God, there's so much selection for podcasts, it feels like a lot right now. But then you think of how many companies have blogs, and how, you know, the, the number of the proliferation of, there's obviously millions of blogs and websites that are out there. And we're talking about, have we hit, hit peak podcast when there's still hundreds of thousands? I don't even think we're close. Yeah. So what podcasts do you listen to and find inspiration from other than Confessions of a Marketer, of course? Well, it goes without saying that that's my number one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't want to blow too much sunshine at you. You know, because I'm producing so much podcast content um, and, you know, I, I listen to our own content, it can be overwhelming to consume a lot of media, audio media in the same fashion. So I, I really don't listen to too many other marketing shows because I'm listening to 20 hours of audio content a week through sure. my show. So, you know, if I'm being honest, the shows that I listen to are in subjects other than business for the most part. I love Bill Simmons, um, yeah, the Ringer here. Podcast Network. Yeah, I, I think that he's um, not only a great podcaster, I love sports. I think they do a great job putting the content together. I enjoyed Joe Rogan's show, the longer form content that is very much interview style. Yeah, I, I think from a professional perspective, I listened to Social Media Examiner with, uh, I think it's Michael Stelzner or Stelzner. Yeah. Sorry if I'm getting your name wrong, Michael. There's a couple other uh, podcasts, ten, uh, Spend 10K a Day. Uh, my friend Steve Weiss from Mute6 uh, puts a great PPC marketing podcast together. Um, I know that there are some others that are in my feed. Uh, Ask Pat, which is another one. Yeah, yeah. I see that guy at the top of all the charts. When I'm looking for mine down in the middle of the charts or off the charts sometimes, I always see that guy at the top and I think, what's he doing right? What what I've been told is that the metrics that matter to Apple are new subscribers yeah. and review velocity. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I think there's, you know, it's it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. What's behind the curtain at Apple? I don't really know. What I could tell you is that the podcast app store is, is easily gamed. Yeah. As I talk to sponsors and I look to develop this and, and other podcasts, it's about the quality of the audience and, and, you know, the people I hear from, the quality of the guests, 
rather than the you know the cost per thousand game which everybody kind of wants to get you into i think that there's a a blend and it goes back to you know what your your goal is yeah um there are some direct response advertisers that will only buy media this is just from my experience selling podcast sponsorships they will only buy media in a CPM basis and they evaluate it on where do you fit in to the 20 to $50 CPM range. Yeah. And I think that's a silly way to look at podcast advertising. You know, for me, we get 40,000 downloads a month right now. You know, if we we're going to sell our content at a $20 CPM, you know, what's 40 times 20? It's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. It's a couple thousand bucks. I can't you know, monetize a podcast business on a couple thousand bucks a, a month if I'm doing this full time. It takes a lot of effort to do a daily show. So the rates are a little out of line with the amount of work that goes into producing a high quality, consistent podcast. Yeah. You know, there are brand advertisers or direct response advertisers that are like, that's just what we can get for these really large shows. And if your show isn't big enough to sell on a CPM basis, then we're not interested. And, you know, that can be a little frustrating. You know, those are really the big brand advertisers that are, you know, the, the ones that are sponsoring lots of big podcasts that you've heard of. You know, they have the ability to just say 25 to $50 CPMs or bust. And I just think that that's a, a short-sighted way of looking at the medium. But you're making a living doing this, right? Doing something you love. Well, I, I, we have a different model for our program, uh, our sponsorship program. We start off by producing advertorial content for our sponsors. So the beauty of being a marketing podcast is we can have other marketers come on the show. And even if it's a sponsored post, they're still providing value to our audience. You know, we've had really great sponsors who are sort of natural fits and that are people that we would want to have on the show as our guests, and they get a little extra airtime for being a sponsor of the show, um, but we'll produce content for them. We do host-read advertising to make sure that their brand stays in front of the audience consistently for a longer period of time. Well, this has been great, Ben. I could go on and on about this, but I really appreciate you being here, and it's always fun to talk to a fellow podcaster. Mark, I, I appreciate it. I love the show. I, I do listen to your show early and often. As much as it is a challenge for me to, to listen to a, a ton of content, I really appreciate what you're doing. I love your approach to podcasting, and uh, it's an honor to be a guest on the show. All right. Next time, we have Steve Rondazzo here on Experiences, so stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, and you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. But unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to tobaccofreeca.com to learn how to stay safe.